The following shear has been presented by Rav Yitzchak Grossman, Dayan at the Beis Havad, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. To dedicate a parsha or an entire sefer, please call 1-888-485-8223 or email info at thehalachacenter.org. In Parashat Vayakel, the Torah writes, Lo suvaru eish b'chol moshvosechem b'yom hashabbas, you shall not kindle fire in any of your dwellings on the Sabbath day. There are 39 malachas, 39 categories of work that are prohibited on Shabbos, yet Havara, kindling a fire, is the only one that is clearly and explicitly mentioned by the Torah as prohibited. Why? For the other 38 malachas, the Torah relies on the general prohibitions of don't do any work, it relies on Torah Shabal Peh, relies on us to figure out what work is, but one malacha, Havara, the Torah singles out and says, Lo Why? Why single out any? Why Havara? There are a number of answers to this question. The Gemara Masecha Shabbos brings a machlokas tanaim. Rabbi Nassim says, Rabbi Nassim says, it's teaching you that you might have thought that if a person does multiple malachas, all the malachas, in one state of forgetting, you would think he's only chayev. One chatas, Talmud Lomalar Sivaru Eish, that Havara was Bechlal, Havara was included in the general prohibition of Malacha, it was enumerated, it was singled out to tell you, Havara is an Av Malacha, Yerchayev Achatas for it by itself. So all Av Malachas, Yerchayev independently, and therefore Yerchayev multiple Chatos, if you do multiple Malachas. Why Havaras? Why Havara specifically? The Gemara, why did the Torah have to tell you this by singling out Havara rather than any other Malacha? Not clearly addressed. The Gemara brings another Shita, Rabbi Yossi Shita, that all the other 39 Malachas of Shabbos, if you do them, the Mezid Yechayim, Skila, Kares, but Havar is only a lav. You're not Chayim Kares, you're not Chayim Skila, you're only Chayim Alav. That's why Havar specifically is mentioned, because it's different from all the other Malachas. The Rishonim offer a variety of other explanations, the Ramban, along with a number of other Rishonim, the Rashbam, Ben Ezra, Barbanel, the Ramban says, based on a Midrash, the Ramban says that Lo Sivarwesh is telling you that even Ochel Nefesh, even Malacha for food preparation, is forbidden on Shabbos. On Yom Tov, you're allowed to cook and bake and prepare food. But on Shabbos, you're not allowed to. Most, uh, most food preparation is done, is done via fire. The Ramban says that Aish Tzarech Kal Machal, Fire is necessary for all, not all, obviously, but many types of food preparation. Lo sevaroesh means you can't do malacha even for the purpose of food preparation on Shabbos. Rabbeinu Bachia says that the reason the Torah singles out lo sevaroesh is because all malachas are associated with esh. Kibiyadua, he says, it's known, it's clear, that most malachas that people do are are done via H because the fire is energy. Fire is sibasam ve'ikram. Fire is behind malachas. There are a lot of malachas that have nothing to do with H. You can write, you can uh, you can pick uh, vegetables. But nevertheless, Rabbi Nebachia says that most malachas in practice, in human society, most malachas people do come from H. That's why he says, Chazal said, you make Havdalah on fire on Matzah Shabbos. There are various reasons given for this, but the Rabbi reason is because we want to show that malacha is mutter, and fire in particular is the Tchilas Heter HaMalachas. Fire is at the core, at the root of Malachas. Ha'esh Tchilas HaMalachas, the Mas Eberashis. So Lo Sibaru Eish, because fire is a fundamental and very basic Malacha, 
That's at the root of many malachas that humans do. Balitosis say, Balitosis suggests that fire is a chidush. You might think fire is not really such a malacha that chopping wood or cutting off vegetables or building things or that's real malacha. But you would you would think that just lighting a fire, preparing 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 to do malachas, you're lighting a fire in order to do metalwork. Metalwork is malacha. But you would think lighting the fire is not really a malacha. You would think fire is less significant. So the Torah says no, even fire, even fire is prohibited. They bring from they bring from Rav Hirsch. Rav Hirsch said that. Malacha in general is constructive. Fire is the opposite. Fire is destructive. The Gemara talks about Makalkal uh, Bahavara, but Rafir says fire is, is something which, by its very nature, by its very definition, is destructive. It burns and breaks things down. So that's the Chiddush that fire is Asr. The Pshatim of Rabbeinu Bachia and Tosis, that fire is mentioned either because it's at the root of many Malachas or because, or because it's a Chiddush that you, that, that you would think it's not such a Malacha are particularly cogent in the modern era, the 20th and 21st centuries. From the mid-20th century, the 21st century, fire, in a very real sense, is one of the most fundamental malachas in a practical way, between driving, driving a car, which was a major issue in the 20th century in the United States, and between the use of electricity, which has been an issue for a century and a half, but has become increasingly an issue with computers, with phones, so much of what we do on a, so much of what people do on a regular basis is done. So much of their jobs and of their daily living even is done using electricity. Our lighting certainly and the appliances, everything we do has electricity. So electricity is both, uh, certainly as Rebbein Abachia says, it's at the root of all malachas. As Rebbein Abachia puts it, it is rov malachas, electricity. And as Tosu says, you might think it's not such an isser, it's not such a malacha. People don't see driving as malacha. People certainly don't see, people may not see using a computer or turning on a light as a malacha. So Havara is applied to electricity. The, these svaras, the Torah had to single out Havara, are particularly cogent in the modern period insofar as using electricity is Havara, which is what we're going to discuss. Certainly we can understand uh, to an even greater extent what they meant that that Aish is at the root of all malachas, and that you might think uh, Aish is not such a malacha, certainly when it comes to using a phone or using a computer, it doesn't, it may not feel like real malacha. So, what we're going to discuss in the remainder of this year is the application of the lav of Lo Sibaru Aish to electricity, to the use of electricity on Shabbos. So electricity began to be, Again, there were discoveries. People began to understand electricity for centuries already. Benjamin Franklin, back in the Revolutionary War period, did famous experiments about electricity, the kite, and so on. But electricity as a practical technology took off in the 19th century, the late 19th century. Alexander Graham Bell and Thomas Watson, and so on. They began to develop technologies that used electricity, that harnessed electricity to do practical things, the the earliest developments were things like the telegraph and telephone and electric lighting. By the time you get to the mid and late 20th century, you have computers and practical telephones, and electricity has begun to pervade modern life. So Postcom, of course, have been discussing whether electricity may be used on Shabbos for a century and a half. And the consensus, of course, is that electricity may not be used. However, whether it is a Malacha Daraisa or a Drabanan, and which Malacha exactly is something that has really bedeviled Poskim for a century and a half. As Rasha Weitz puts it, as he likes to say, 
For more than a century, he says, people have begun to harness electricity for illumination, for manufacturing. Gedoli Israel have debated closing electrical switches. What's the Isser? Zebako, Zebako. Some say one way, some have other ideas. Ha'emes Yaradarko, Rav Asher Weiss admits, the truth is, none of the arguments are compelling. None of the rationales for prohibiting electricity are independently taken on their own. None of them are compelling. Yesh lefalpel ulefakfeik b'chaladrachim. None of them are entirely persuasive. However, he says, lemaisa, it's impossible to be mekil. Anyone who wants to be mekil is motziatzum minaklal. He's excluding himself from Orthodox Jewry. It's as though, he says, in a classic Rav Asher Weiss expression, it's as though a baskol yotzum minashamayim, a heavenly voice, has announced, yesh pozechashash malachadaraisa, that we're concerned for malachadaraisa. Which malachadaraisa is not so clear. Rav Asher Weiss himself suggests that it is a form of Makavapatish. The Chazanish suggests it's a form of Bona. So there, are, there have been a variety of suggestions made for why electricity is Asr. All posts can agree that electricity is Asr, certainly on Shabbos, even on Yantif. Many, most posts give the consensus is electri- the use of electricity is Asr. Although, as Rav Asher Weiss admits, there have been so many different suggestions and none of them are entirely persuasive. In, a, in, in this share, we're going to discuss the specific question of the application of the prohibition of Havara to electricity. We're not going to get into Makibapatish and Bona and Mavashel and other Malachas. Within Havara, there are at least three different versions of the application of Havara, of the fire, to electricity. The first is Molid Eish, and it's a Drabanan. The Beis Yitzchak, Rav Yitzchak Shmelkis, one of the earliest postmen to discuss electricity, he proposes in one tshuva that electricity is, he's discussing a telephone, he says, it is also to use a telephone on Shabbos, Shomer Nafshar Yerchak Mizeh, someone who is God-fearing and cares about his soul will avoid it. He tries to articulate why, so one of the reasons he gives is because you're molid esh. The Gemara says that molid on Shabbos, molid recha, creating a smell and odor is aser, creating a smell and clothing is aser. When you're molid a koch of electricity in a circuit, that is a form of molid esh, that's why you can't make soda vassar, he says, on Shabbos. It's elser. It's a form of molid. Postgame debate. It is molid. It's not molid. You're creating something new, actually something new or not. But the Beis Yitzchak's first application of the concept of fire to electricity was molid eish. He says it's, uh, you're creating electricity and it is a form of, it is a form of molid. That would be an issue to We're not going to get, go too much further into the discussion of molid eish. We're going to discuss the remaining two approaches to Havara and electricity. Two approaches to consider electricity a form of a Malacha Gemura of Lo Sivarawesh. The electricity is Havara. Why would electricity be Havara? And what do the post can say about this? So there are two approaches. The first approach is that the mere two or three approaches, the first one or two approaches, uh, the first approach is that heating up the wire, making the wire hot, making the filament in an incandescent light bulb hot, that's a form of Havara. Second related approach is electricity per se, an electric current running through wire, even absent the question of heat, might be considered a form of Aish. It's energy, it's a form of, uh, it's that, that might be considered Aish. And the third approach is sparks. When you open and close a circuit, various postkim had claimed that sparks fly and those sparks are considered Aish. So we'll consider first the approaches of the postkim that the electric current itself flowing through the wire, flowing through the filament, is Havara, and then we'll move on to the question of sparks. So, the first approach, or possibly the first two, that the current itself is considered fire. So again, some postkin 
as we'll see, some posts can make it clear that they're talking about the fact that the wire, the filament in a light bulb gets hot. Some seem to say they're talking about any electric current. One of the first to discuss this was the Marsham. The Marsham was not convinced that electricity was actually Daraisa at all. He says he doesn't know. He says, I'll have to admit, he says, I'm not really sure if, if turning on, turning on an electric car and turning it off is a Malacha Daraisa. It's not like the Mishkan, he says. We know that Malachas are learned from the Mishkan. Electric currents were not used in the Mishkan. The, uh, the idea of opening and closing a circuit, creating and uh, getting rid of an electric current are not similar to the Mishkan. It's not like Havar and Kibo, he says. Because it's not fire. It's not literally fire, he says. It doesn't burn the wire. Burning is a, burning is a chemical reaction where, the, where, where, where some, something is broken down and its, and its chemical bonds are converted to energy. The wires are not getting burned, he says. This is like a fire... The real fire is Ocheles, Vesho said, eats, it drinks, he says. He has, uh, he has a, uh, a very interesting, amusing analogy. He says, this is like heavenly fire, Eshelamala, about the Sneh, that Moshe Rabbeinu saw, the burning bush, Moshe Madu'ala Yivara Sneh. Normal Esh, Esh in the real, Esh in the physical world, consumes. The Eshelamala doesn't consume. Electricity is like the Eshelamala. It doesn't consume. The, the, the modern Israeli word, the modern Hebrew word for electricity is chashmal. I've heard that certain Rabbanim were opposed to the use of the word. They said that chashmal is a word that appears in the Merkava of Yecheskel. It's a word describing lofty, supernal concepts. We shouldn't be using it for mundane things like electrical energy. But the Marsham already made this analogy. He said that electricity is like Eishel Amala, like the Eishel Asnev, in that it doesn't consume. It's not really Eish, he says. It's just an energy, a force that's in the wires, he says. He's not sure. I'm not convinced, he says, the Marsham was not sure whether the, whether electric current in a wire, whether even illumination, he was talking about illumination, whether even illumination is considered, is considered fire. So neither the current itself nor the, the, the light generating aspect of the current flowing through the filament in a light bulb. He wasn't sure that was Yamalacha Daraisa. Beis Yitzchak, earlier we mentioned his shuva about Moladesh. In another tshuva, he doesn't directly discuss Havara, but he says that it would be considered Mavashel. If you cook via electricity, it would be considered Mavashel, Bishel Bashabis or Bishel Basar Bechalav. And if you turn off electricity, he says, that would be Kibui. He says that would be Yerchayev Mishum Kibui, Tzimlachet Daraisa. And he explains, even though it's true, as the Marsham said, there's no fuel being consumed, nothing is being burned and broken down, he says, he says he's not convinced that that's necessary for, uh, he's not, he's not convinced that's necessary. He doesn't think that's necessary for Avar and Kibui. He says that, Mikalmakam, he says, even though nothing is consumed, since we see fire, we see flame, we see the, the flame and the light, we, we see the fire, the filament glowing and making light, he says, that's Mavashal Be'esh and Yuchayev and Shabbos or for Basa Bechal. So he's talking about Mavashel, he doesn't say Havara, but he says it's Kibui Daraisa. It seems very likely he would hold it to Havara Daraisa as well. Even though in the other tshuva discussing the telephone, he just said it was Moladesh, a Drabanan. Here he seems to suggest that uh, using electric lights would be a Shiloh of Mavashel, and maybe or heating something would be Mavashel, and turning off the light would be Kibui, and perhaps even that running the current through the wire to make light would be considered Havara. The Mlamid Lahoel, Rabbi David Hafman also argues emphatically that an incandescent light would be Havara. He calls a, a glue lamp, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, G-L-U with an umlaut, H-L-A-M-P-E, an incandescent light is Havara in Kibui. 
he says that there was a uh, machlokis about it between two contemporary chachamim, and he sides with one of them, the one who says that it is that it is kibo, that it is havara and kiboy, the, the chacham Rabbi Yosef Alevi, he says against another chacham, it definitely is kiboy and havara, despite the fact that it doesn't actually burn, that the, the filament is not burned, the, 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 the energy, the current is not created from breaking things down like a classic fire is, doesn't matter, he says. And he makes three, possibly three distinct arguments for why it's called havara. First of all, he says it's true if you had a perfect vacuum, the filament wouldn't degrade, the filament would last maybe forever, he says, but you can't get a perfect vacuum. There's a little bit, they try to pump all the air out of the bulb to avoid the filament burning up, but there's a little air inside inside the bulb, he says, and therefore there is a little bit of burning, not a lot, that's why the filament lasts for a long time, he says. He quotes an expert who says that the best filament in the electric lights he knows, incandescent lights, can't burn more than 15,000 or 20,000 hours. Because there's a little bit of air, so a little bit gets burnt. Even if they use vacuum pumps, he says, luft pump, there's still a little bit of air. That's point number one. There is a little bit of air. There is a little bit of combustion. Second, he says, inside the filament, our material is, is a material that can burn even without air. So there's, there's combustion uh, without oxygen, he says. Third argument, he says, who said Havara needs combustion, he says. He makes uh, an elaborate philosophical argument. He says that there's... Uh, he says that uh, that that Havara means asiyas ha'esh, making fire on Sindin doesn't have to be kiyam ha'esh, Brennan doesn't have to be an ongoing fire, igniting the fire, creating the flame, even if it doesn't last because it can't burn, is, is enough to be asir. I'm not sure I understand the physics of what he's saying, but he says, lo sevara means don't make any fire even if it doesn't burn, he says, once the light gives off uh, incandescence, and that that's that's called fire itself, he says, that's ash. The electricity of an incandescent light is uh, is therefore definitely Havara. And he says that, maybe Bishel also, he says, if it turns it turns white, he says, but it's definitely Havara. And that is how incandescent lights work. The the, the light of, of an incandescent light is a property of the heat. When, when, you heat the, when you heat the wire to certain temperatures, then some of the energy is radiated off as as visible light, as, as uh, that, that's the light that we see. And that heating up the filament, he says, is itself a form of Havar. Other poets can disagree, though. We said the Marsham wasn't sure. Beis Yitzchak is inclined to think, seems, seems to imply that it might be. Malamid Lahoel insists that it is, although he brings Machlokists among his contemporaries. Other poets can disagree. Certainly, if you're talking about electricity without incandescence, so many posts can, perhaps most posts can say that it's not Havara. Rav Henkin, Rav Yosef Leo Henkin writes, that when electricity is used for anything else, like a refrigerator he was talking about, or fans, or other things he says, and there's no lighting involved, then it's certainly not Havara. He says that, he says, even though the scientists tell us that there are currents and sort of sparks flowing through, and that's what electricity is, it's energy flowing through wires, he says. That's hidden, he says. That's not uh, visible, overt energy, he says. Everything has energy. Whenever you move, there's energy. When a person walks, he says, he has energy... Energy is pulsing through his body, he says. When you, uh, when, when, you, when you bang objects together, there, there's internally some kind of electrical activity, he says. That's what the scientists tell us. That's not Aish. From a halaki perspective, that's not Aish. Unless it's Yotzilavir Ha'olam, unless it's visible, he says. Again, an incandescent light might be enough, but, but certainly the electric current itself is not, is not considered Aish, he says. Uh, Ravadi Yosef, in a Chuvan microphones, Ravadi Yosef, Kedarko brings numerous postkim on the question. He says, again, he was talking about microphone, not incandescence, but he says, many Rabbanim are mafakfeik if 
if turning on an electric current on Shabbos is Midaraisa, he brings the Marsham, he brings the Eretz Tzvi, the Eretz Tzvi, Raf Raf Ramer, was the Kajak lover gone, has, has an aside in his tshuva where he's Mesupak, whether he was talking about lighting again, he was talking about someone who turned on a light on Shabbos, he wanted to know if he has to do, he wanted to know if he has to do tshuva, is, was he considered a, uh, did he do a Chiyav Chatas? Is, is that, is that, is that actually full-blown, uh, is that actually full-blown, uh, full-blown Chil Shabbos? The fellow he describes that he entered the Beisak Knesset or Beisak Kisei, and he, probably Beisak Knesset, and he turned on the electricity, and again, presumably he means lighting, and he's not sure. He says that he's not sure it's Melacha Daraisi, he's not sure if it's really Havara. So he, uh, he has various arguments. So Ravadi Yosef says many achronim. He brings uh, he bring he brings various other achronim who also weren't sure whether uh, whether the use of electricity on Shabbos, even in the context of lighting, is considered havara deraisa. One of the most prominent is the Levushim Mordechai. The Yudalev Winkler has two extent two long extended shuvas on the question of whether the use of electricity on Shabbos is considered uh, is considered havara. He was talking about lighting also. Elektrische Beleichtung. He says that the, it's true that there is some kind of energy. It comes from the, from the generator that goes through. And, uh, that's how the lighting works, he says. But he argues at length that, he argues at length that it is not actually Havara on, on a derisive level. It's also Medrobanan, he says, but it's not actually Havara. Rav Yosef brings various other Akronim also. That many Akronim say that electricity is not Havara. And even electric lighting, the post can argue, is not Havara. In particular, a number of poskim, when they discuss whether electricity and even incandescent lighting is considered Havara, the, much of the discussion revolves around the machlokas between the Rambam and the Ravid. The Rambam says that if you heat up a, if you heat up metal in order to mitzarif it, in order to temper it, part of the process, part of the process of metal working, it helps harden and strengthen the metal. You heat it up, and then you put it into water, and that causes a change in its structure and makes it strong and more usable. The Rambam says, that is told us maver and yuchai. Nothing's burning, it's metal, you don't want it to burn. But tempering metal with heat is maver. Ravid disagrees. Ravid says, mavashel it could be. But Ravid says, it is not havara midaraisa. Similarly, Rambam says, machabez chayev, and machabe gachela shalmateches is potter, but if he does it for tziruf, it's chayev. Again, if you, you take the gachela shalmateches, the, the, the hot metal, and you, and, you, and you extinguish the heat, you put it into the water, if that's for the purpose of tziruf, then you're chayev, because that's part of the process of metalworking, so that's also a form of tziruf, and that's mechabed deraisa. Ravid says, no, gachela shalmateches does not have havara, does not have kiboy, it's not burning, and there is no havara or kiboy midaraisa. So many posts have tried to argue that electricity, particular incandescent lights, when the filament gets heated up and gives off light, and incandescent light, posts have tried have argued that that would be a machlokis between the Rambam and the Ravid. Ravid says that heating up metal is not Havara, not Kibui, but the Rambam says it is. The Ravid says it's not, Rambam says it is. Menchaz Yitzchak points out that there was a major machlokus about this, that in the Levushe Mordechai, in Rav Winkler Sefer, he said he had a major debate between him on the one hand, and Menchaz Yitzchak's father-in-law, Rav Pinchas Simtbaum of Grosvardin, Rav Winkler, the Rav of Med, and the Rav of Grosvardin, had a major debate about how to understand even the Shittas Arama. Rav Winkler argued that, Rav Winkler argued that even according to the Rambam, it has to, that, that there is such a thing as Havara on metal, it's only Lutzarif, it's only in the process of metalworking, 
when you heat a filament, when you heat a wire, you aren't doing any metalworking, you're just making it hot for the purpose of lighting, for the purpose of energy and incandescence. That's not Havari, even according to the Rambam. So Rav Winkler at length argued that there is no Malacha Daraisa, there is no Havara, even in turning on an incandescent light. The Rav of Grosvardin, the Dayan Weiss's father-in-law, said, no, the Rambam said, let's if it's Lav Dafka, as long as there is some constructive purpose to heating up the metal, that's enough to be considered Havara Daraisa. He quotes the Satmar Rav, in, in Karen Ladavid agrees with uh, agrees with his father-in-law that Lutzarif is not is Lavdafka, that according to the Rambam there would be a Malacha Daraisa in heating up metal. So therefore the Michas Yitzhak says, he says, most Akronim say that anytime you heat up metal for some constructive purpose and you accomplish something by doing that, that would be a Malacha Daraisa of uh, of Havara according to the Rambam at least. Madrabaran everyone agrees, he says. Therefore Diane Weiss goes so far as to say that even when you use a microphone, even a microphone he says when you talk, you cause either sparks, you cause the electric current to increase. Some scientists disagree, he says. Some say that there's no increase in the current. But nevertheless, when you talk, he says, you, you momentarily cause the current to stop. And then when you stop talking, you cause it to start. So for various reasons, he says, you're adjusting the current. And that would be a malacha daraisa of, again, not just incandescence. He seems to be assuming that it applies even to microphones. That, that according, to, according to the Rambam, that there is havara on a gachela shalmatechet, that heating up metal certainly to incandescence, and even to use it in a microphone, that type of use of electricity, according to some poskim, according to the Rambam, would actually be a malacha midaraisa. The Chazanish, the Chazanish also mentions this idea that according to the Rambam, he says, if the wire, if the filament becomes like a cheles, it's hot enough to become a gacheles, Rambam. then according to the Rambam, that would be maver. Efshir, the Chazanish says, at least according to the Rambam, Efshir, that it would be maver. So this was the first shayla, whether electricity, particularly incandescence, is considered maver. Some posts can argue that it is, either because the filament itself does undergo some combustion, as the Mlamid Lahoel explains, or because of the other spar of the Mlamid Lahoel, as picked up by the, as picked up by the Rav of Grosfardin and others, that, that in the Chazanish, that particularly according to the Rambam, heating up metal to a great heat for some constructive purpose itself is considered a form of maver, Itself is considered a form of maver to, uh, the, like maver gachel shomateches. When you use electricity, not in an incandescent light, electricity that does not get hot, then certainly, certainly it's not going to be the maver of the rambam of heating up a gacheles to the point of siruf. Post can generally assume it has to get that hot in order to be, uh, in order to be, in order to be, in order to be chayab because of the maver of mitzarif. There are some posts who still seem to feel that electricity itself, like even, even in a microphone, might be considered uh, Havara. But many posts, can, most posts, can, even those who say that an incandescent light would be Havara, many posts can seem to assume that just electricity by itself, when it's not getting that hot, in other forms of lights, for example, or in a computer or an electric circuitry, would not be considered Mavara. Sometimes other lights do get hot, even a fluorescent light or other lights do get very hot. But first of all... The heat is not, first of all, we don't know how hot it gets necessarily, whether it's hot enough like a chel shalmatechas. Second, it's unlike incandescence where the heat itself is the tachlis and is what is, is something constructive and that's what causes the incandescence. The heat is a byproduct in other types of lighting. It's waste heat. It's just, uh, that's certainly less hummer. And many posts can seem to assume that that would not be Havara electricity per se. If it doesn't involve heat, it doesn't, certainly if it doesn't involve heat at all, or maybe even if it doesn't involve heat in a constructive and purposeful way, would not be a form of Havar. The other type of Mavir that Post can discuss in the context of electricity is sparks. 
Many achronim on both sides of this question throughout the 20th century. Some poskim argued vigorously that opening and closing circuits create sparks. Sparks leap from the contacts of the switch between the wires, and therefore those sparks are considered <coughs> those sparks are considered havara. One of the most prominent proponents of this view was the Chelkas Yaakov, or Yaakov Breish of Switzerland. He had a couple of chuvas. One of them was about a buzzer, an electric doorbell or buzzer. He explains how it works as an oscillator. That electricity runs through a an apparatus. It creates a magnet, a magnetic current. It pulls pulls down the hammer. The hammer that the hammer then opens a circuit, so the, the the magnet loses its current. So the hammer shoots back. The hammer and that and so it's it's, it's a tarjid disaster. He says the pulling the hammer pulling the hammer kills the current, which releases the hammer, which shoots back, which closes the circuit. Vachoser chalila. So it happens rapidly, and the oscillating hammer is what co- is what makes the buzz. So he says, that would be Havara, he says, because of the Nitsochus. The Nitsochus, he says, he explains to you the technical details at length, he says. The Nitsochus are not caused by damaged circuits, he says, or other types of problems, he says. It's fundamental to the operation of the machine, of the, of the apparatus, he says. The, the, the rapid opening and closing of the circuit, the oscillation is what causes the, the sparks, he says. In, in his first chuva, he emphasizes several times, it's only when it happens uh, briefly. That uh, when it happens rapidly, it opens and closes quickly. That he seems to imply it's because it's happening very quickly. He has another tshuva, though, again, discussing uh, discussing hearing aids and so on and microphones. In his second tshuva, he says that anytime you open and close a circuit, if you adjust the hearing aid, he says that the, adjusting the adjusting the dial, adjusting the the controls, he says. That causes what to battery here. It's not uh, not generator current. He says, but the same things apply. He says you're causing uh, sparks. He says, and he seems to assume that electric the operation of electrical equipment in general creates sparks, and those sparks are considered a form of havar. He says you can argue that it's malachashen uh, lagufa and it's kalachayad and it's davrashem iskavin and apsikresha, and you can have all kinds of svaris that might you might argue that it's only a drabanan. He says. Balamaisi says that even though there are some post-Kumwamekil, the Shulchan Aruch is machmer, that even, even in such cases, Lakshin Srikh Lagufan Kalachrayad, we ask her anyway, even though there are multiple Drabanans, it's still Asir Lachatila, he says. That's the Ikar Hara of the Postkim, that even the Drabanan and Kalachrayad and Lonechale, it's still Asir. Also, he's not sure this is really Kalachrayad. That's how it's designed to be operated, by pressing the, the button that makes the buzzer or by adjusting the hearing aid. He's not sure that's Kalachar. Yeah, other posts can also discuss that. He brings other posts can discuss the Maxa Avram, Ravushay Mordechai, discuss whether this is Grama or a Maisa Biyadayim. It's a topic beyond the scope of our talk, but he argues that it's not Grama, it's not Kalachar. Yad, he thinks it's not Grama. He's not sure it's Kalachar. Yad, it's certainly not Grama, he says. Therefore, the, the Chalkas Yaakov argued that using electrical equipment is Usr, not because the electrical current itself for the filament is is considered H itself, but because the sparks are considered H. And those sparks are actual H. They're, they're little sparks that fly through the air, and therefore that would be Havar. Other Postkim disagreed. Other Postkim argued, first of all, Postkim disagreed with this on two grounds. First, they argued the Matthias is not true, there are no such sparks. Second, they argued that such sparks would not constitute actual H. Rav Hankin, for example, Rav Hankin said, that, that discussing other electrical equipment other than incandescent lights, like refrigerator, he says, even if they're lapamim, sometimes there'll be sparks, he says. He says, first of all, it's Dovrashim Miskavin Belipsik Resha, unlike Rabraish, who repeatedly insists that it is a Psik Resha, Rav Hankin says it's not a Psik Resha. 
Furthermore, he says, these types of sparks have no toeles, there's no constructive purpose, they have no kiyum, they have no permanence, and in Shabbos you need melechem is kayemes, and without kavani, he says, there's no iser, the kind of thing you find in Shabbos alive, posts can combine various of these sparks, even though it is true that we say technically that even if you have trade rabbanans and melechem shuit legufa, it's still iser, but Lamaya supposed can often say something which is so ephemeral and has no real point and has no real... It's so transient, and there's no significance, and you don't want it, and you're not interested, post from sometimes or make Rapankin felt that these sparks are so insignificant, and so ancillary, and so unintentional, that it's, it's also not a tigresha, he said, not unlike Rebraish, that would not be a malach, and it would be mutter. The Chazonish, the Chazonish says something similar. The Chazonish says that even if the, the, if, if the, if the filament, the wire gets hot enough that it becomes like Gacheles, it becomes like the, the metal that was being tempered in the Rambam, then, then it would be Maver. If it doesn't get to that heat, he says, even if there are sparks, he says, Zach or Zed, there's rapid and consistent sparking, that's not Maver. He just dismisses that out of hand, doesn't really explain, that's not Maver, he said. Maybe it's Drabanan, he says, Motsi Armin Havanim, Drabanan of Moladesh, maybe it is, he says. That uh, he says it is it is Moladesh, he says, but it would not be considered Havari. He doesn't really explain why, but he says those sparks would not really be considered Havara. Minchas Yitzchak has a couple of chuvas also where he discusses the question of whether these sparks would be considered Havara. He says you can debate whether they would be. He brings a Primagadim. Primagadim says when you strike iron against a stone, the Boy Scouts, you learn how to make fire by rubbing stones together or by uh, by striking uh, striking metal against a stone, he says, and sp- it emits sparks. Shemagadim says, it's not Havara or Hadlaka. That's not Havara. Again, like the Chazanish, it's, it's too ephemeral, it's not real fire. That's not Havara. We're also, you're not Machavin, he says, in our case of electricity, when you operate the equipment, you don't want those sparks, you're not Machavin for them. Maybe it's not a psych ratio, like Rav Henkin says, not like Rav Reich, certainly it's Lonechele. He brings, uh, Diane Weiss brings a contemporary discussion of microphones, where he says that the Rabbanim said there are two questions. First of all, the Suffolk and Metzius, do these sparks exist? One Rav says he checked with Bikiyan, with experts, and they say that there is Havara when you use a microphone. Another Rav says that there's no, there's no sparks, there's no current. Also a suffix in, in Din, as we said, from the Primagadim. Minchas Yitzchak and some of his chuvas kind of seems to go back and forth between the sparks and between the first type of Havara, the Havara of the current itself. Not so clear how he understood electricity in general. But he says, that regarding sparks, at least he says, with regard to sparks, the Matthias is not clear whether it's a psych ratio or not, and even if there are such sparks, you have the primagadim, it's not considered Havara. So there are various fakas. He says, so in a microphone, which is a pirtzi, he says, in Das Yisrael, he doesn't, rec- he doesn't recommend being some kind of mekilim, but for hearing aids, he says, there is basis lahakel, because again, it's far from clear that these sparks actually exist, or that they're a psych ratio, it's far from clear that they're usher, he says, and the Rabbanim who are mekilim hearing aids, he says, mestamadeu mevarer, that, 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 that it's not a problem if these sparks don't happen. So, while Rav Reich is, is emphatic that these sparks are, do exist, they're obsecretia, they're fundamental, intrinsic to the operation of electrical equipment, he says, these other posts can deny that they're obsecretia, they, they say anyway, they're ephemeral, they're not really malacha, Chazanish, Rav Henkin, Dayan Weiss, other Akronim Dayan Weiss brings, and many Akronim therefore say that these sparks are not a problem. Rav Vavadi Yosef, and Yibiyah Omer, and his tshuva on the microphone, he, he brings all these shitas and Havara, all the different kinds of Havara back and forth in the tshuva. He begins his tshuva by quote, by, he begins his tshuva by quoting various acronym that were worried about the sparks that said that, that, that the operation of the microphone does create sparks. He says, when you talk, you create, uh, again, he seems to kind of go back and forth between electric current in general and sparks. 
You cause the current to rise and fall, he says, and that's Maver. He quotes Atze Levanon regarding a telephone, who says that they call, it causes Zeremha Electri, it causes flow of current when you talk, and he says, Asher Bazu, because of that, you have ZKH, you have Sparks, that Misrochism Kebezek, that is Havara, he says, it's like, it is Havara, other Akronim say this, Yalka Gershuni, other Postkim, but then he says, first of all, he brings the Postkim Bechlal, let's say there's no Havara on electricity, and then he says that he spoke to the Marsham and others, that there's no Havara Bechlal on electricity, Lugushim Mordechai, again, they were talking primarily about the current, not about the Sparks, but then he says, regarding Sparks, he says he spoke to his, his friend, Yedidi, Harafa Gonham, a first sim of Shalom Zaman Orbach, who has great Bakirs and generally says, in particular in the Nyanam of Electricity, Rosh Zalman's initial uh, fame came about because of his uh, his uh, universally acclaimed work on electricity. So Rosh Zalman, he says, spoke to me and explained to me that the Atsya Levanon and the Alkara Gershuni are simply wrong about the Matthias, that they do not cause sparks, that they might cause an increase in current, that it does cause. He says, Hagbara Sazerim, it does cause. That's not Havara. Increase in current is not Havara, he says. If you're not uh, creating a gacheles, a, a hot thing with a filament that glows, and you're not tempering metal, you're not creating actual sparks, causing a current to increase is not havara. He says the mumchen who said that, that, that speaking causes uh, fluctuations in the current is all about the current itself inside the wire. Like Rapenkin says, that's not malacha. Everything has energy when it uh, when it moves. That's not malacha. You need actual sparks to be havara. He says, or incandescence. But if you not if you don't have incandescence, you need actual sparks. He says, the current itself is not Aish. Therefore, Shalom Zalman said, and Ravadia seems to accept what he says, Ein chashash b'dibra telephone l'klum. There is no issue of Havara whatsoever on using non-incandescent electrical equipment on Shabbos. So the bottom line is, Molad Aish, creating fire, Beis Yitzchak and the Chazanish, various posts can say that certainly if you create sparks, maybe even creating a current, is considered Molad Aish, and this would draw banan. To actually consider it Losevaro Aish, so when you're dealing with incandescence in particular, there were Gedolei Achronim, the Melamed Lahoel, and others, who said that incandescence is a Malacha Darais, or Shlomo Orbach, I believe, holds like that. On the other hand, there were other postkim who said that turning on an incandescent light on Shabbos is not a Malacha Darais, Levushe Mordechai notably, and other Achronim, Marsham wasn't sure whether there's any form of Havara in turning on and off electric lights, the Eretz Tzvi, the Kajig Lover wasn't sure, the consensus of post today seems to be that we do consider incandescent lights to be at least a Shailav Adaraisa, but there were Gedolei Achronim who were at least unsure. Rav Asher Weiss points out that many of the early Achronim in general on electricity didn't fully understand the, didn't fully understand the nature of electricity, but on the other hand, some of the arguments of the early Achronim, the Marsham, are still cogent today. There is no combustion. It's not fire. It's not like the Mishkan. Even with today's understanding of electricity, to the extent that I understand it, the Marsham's argument is still plausible, that it's not actually combustion, even if there's some incidental combustion, some of the filament degrades, that that's very much not what you want, that that, that causes the light to burn out. So so there was a major machlok sachronim, whether incandescent lights is considered Havara or not. Electricity in general, there may have been some postkim who held that was also Havara, that many postkim disagree, even some of the postkim who argued incandescence is Havara, they, they seem to have conceded that electricity without incandescence that doesn't reach high temperatures would not be Havara. Beyond the question of electricity per se is the question of the sparks. There were some postkim, most notably the Chalkas Yaakov, who believed that the use of at least certain, times of electri- certain types of electrical apparatuses, buzzers and hearing aids, in his time at least, 
inevitably created sparks, and even though there are various drabanans involved, it is a psigratia, and therefore he felt that, that, that the use of electrical equipment would create sparks, and therefore that was a form of havara, and it was Asir. Many other postgame, Ravavadi and Roshlom Zalman, brings other Ephraim said, Ravenkin, that the sparks are not a psigratia, the sparks may come sometimes, they're not a psigratia, Coin- Scientists don't agree, but it seems the consensus, like Rishon Lazalman says, is, is, that, is that it's not a psikresha, that there are not necessarily going to be any sparks unless it's defective and it's sparking. And even if it does create sparks, it's still not clear that's Havara. Chazanish said it's not Havara. Mechazitzvah brings the Primagadim, who seems to say that creating sparks is not Havara. So even if there are sparks created, it isn't clear that those sparks would be Havara. As we said, there are many other reasons to ask for electricity. Rav Asher Weiss says it's as though a baskel came in Hashemayim and said that the electricity has to be Asr, and maybe even Daraisa. That, other posts can debate. All posts can agree electricity is Asr. Some posts can say it is Daraisa. Some posts can say it's not Daraisa. The question of Havara, the bottom line is, incandescent lights, many posts can, but not all posts can, held that it is Havara. Non-incandescent lights, there were still some posts who said it's Havara, either because of the current or because of the sparks, but the sparks seems to be not correct in terms of Matthias, and even if there are sparks, it's not clear it's Havara. And because of the Primagadim, Chazanish, and the current in general, many poskim, not all, but many poskim, assume that current itself that doesn't create visible incandescence, doesn't get hot enough to be considered, would not actually be considered, according to many or most poskim, would not actually be considered Havar. The Base Havad on the Parsha series has been brought to you by the Base Havad Halacha Center. To reach the Center for Halacha Consultations, Service, educational seminars, or media, please call 1-888-485-VAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Beis Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org, or you can email us at office at the halachacenter.org.